What is up, everybody? It is Sunday, June 6th. I almost said January. That's not right. We're playing baseball. We're still playing baseball. One of the few teams left still playing baseball. It is, I, I know it's late. I know it's late. So this is not this is not an official episode of more important issues. This is uh this is what what I'm calling a Sunday night special brought to you by the the fighting Tony Vitellos. Oh, I like it. Oh man. I, Sorry, I don't know what happened there. I was expecting Landon to come come into the episode uh, tumbling. Um, I don't know if we can call what Tony did a flip, but yeah, um, I mean he had a lot of momentum going. So I, I, maybe a somersault is a better word than a. See, see, that's the thing. I think it was slightly better than a somersault, but not quite a front flip. <laughs> right. Yep. Hey, either way, it was a great celebration. Um, Landon was actually in Lindsey Nelson for it all. Uh, got to take it all in, and um, and he he came straight from the straight from the stadium. And uh, I mean that's just dedication right there. That that's the kind of stuff that leads to historic seasons like you're seeing right now. Is that kind of commitment? Yeah, and, and I actually left Myrtle Beach this morning at five o'clock um, to make it. it I had to plan it because I would I would have been there right at two o'clock if I um, left at five o'clock. So we left at five, got here in plenty of time. Actually went to a graduation, and then uh, as soon as I got back home, got my stuff ready, went to the game, and uh, I was I w- didn't tweet out that I was uh, left early because I didn't want to be the reason. Like I, I didn't want everybody to blame me if we lost tonight. But now you can you know I'm just dedicated. And we yeah, won. Exactly. Exactly. It is. Uh, I, first off, I mean, I, I really, I mean, I really want to talk about the whole weekend as a whole. Um, but tonight was just, man, that was, that was gritty and like, and credit to Liberty too, because that like, they played really, really good and they played uh, earlier today. Um, I mean, that was just a, that was a good baseball game. Not what, not what the weekend was used to with a ton of home runs. I mean, Liberty just, um, dude, these AirPods are crazy. Um, that one just fell out. Um, I mean, Liberty just a couple hours earlier was hitting a ton of home runs. And then you get a, a pitcher's duel where, um, you know, Liberty had a guy that was able to go five and a, I think five and a third too. And, um, and then they, you know, they were kind of, their bullpen was, was able to, to kind of hold Tennessee back as well. I mean, just a great game overall from, from two really good teams. Liberty was actually fighting for their, uh, their first super regional appearance in school history. Um, so it's a, it was a big deal for them too. And they competed hard. Uh, Tennessee's, Tennessee's pitching staff was able to, to, to keep, keep Liberty at bay. They, they, uh, you know, made a made made some great plays with Will Heflin still in there, able to get guys on base, and then Tennessee almost kept them off the board completely um, with Heflin. You know, picking up that um, that grounder that may have gone foul, may not have. I, you know, it's tough to say. It was a kind of a quick play, quick decision thing, and Heflin still almost made the play. That was what was crazy. Yeah, another review that doesn't go Tennessee's way. Um, that he was safe. He was safe. Yes. Okay. Okay. But, I didn't know he'd yeah. seen it yet. Yes. Yeah. He was <laughs> safe, but you know, it was just one of those bang bang plays where you know Tennessee wasn't on the right end of it. But yeah. but yeah, man, just the whole weekend, I enjoyed watching. I didn't get the, I wasn't at the game on on Friday and Saturday, but man, the the atmosphere tonight was electric. They got the wave going, you know, they were, chanting, oh, yeah? they were chanting Tony. 
They uh they did it's great to be a Tennessee Vol right after it. Man, yeah, it was that one it, got me excited. I, I felt like I was in Neyland Stadium on on the good side of a W. <laughs> yeah. Oh oh yeah. It the the Rocky Top was was electric. That's another thing. Speaking of that, how do we get the pride of the Southland in Lindsey Nelson? I know that's not a normal thing, but you know I was thinking like Friday night when everybody was just like moaning and whining about the bat flip and the celly and, and that stuff. I was like, that's what makes college baseball great. Like that kind of stuff is like why you're tuning in. Cause like, you know, we talked about this. People are like the NFL and, and NBA are way better products. Well, yeah, the talent's obviously better, but you tune in for stuff beyond the talent. Like, yeah, it, you know, you're watching quality baseball still, but yeah, you could tune it. You could have tuned into the, the 15 MLB games that were today and the, the product's going to be better. So it's not, you're not just there to, to watch baseball per se. So how do you do it? I don't know. Pet bands aren't normal things that, uh, they aren't normal at baseball games, but man, wouldn't Lindsey Nelson be rocking with proud of the Southland playing Rocky top. I'd love it. Uh, I mean, just <laughs> whatever, whatever you got to do to, to make that, you know, your, your thing, like the daddy hats, they're everywhere. <laughs> They're all over Lindsey Nelson now. Because I don't know how to. I don't know how to feel about it. It's like almost like cute when an eighty-seven-year-old dude's wearing a daddy hat, but then it's like a fifty-five-year-old guy wearing it. You're like, that's a little weird. Well, so I kind of felt bad for this dad. This uh, he had like his daughter and his son with him, and he they're like, I want a daddy hat. I want a daddy hat. He was like, uh, <laughs> like, I mean, if your son gets one, it's, it's whatever. But your daughter, I don't know if yeah. I want a daughter wearing a daddy cat. I'm sorry. Right, right. No, it's a, but it, I mean, it's cool. Like, you, it's just cool, like seeing how this, not just this team, is buying into, um, you know, Tony Vitello, but like the whole, the whole fan base. And a lot of people have tweeted out this week and previously that like it has that Bruce Pearl feel to it, where he just kind of captures the thing like he has a very similar attitude to a lot of people that are a part of this fan base. So yet captures the fan base. Um, and I think that's what, I think that's what's happening here. And uh, it, like the daddy cat, the daddy cap thing is just very, we talk about traditions, like how does stuff like that come about? It, it's very natural. Like they do it as a joke. Evan Russell apparently just shows up to practice one day wearing it. And then they start doing it. And now, like you said, there's, there's 4,000 people at a baseball game wearing daddy caps. Right. Yeah. And, and the funny thing, like the the dad was like, "Oh, they're they're not even going to do it next year." Well, they did it last year too. Yeah, um, but no one really remembers that because, like, you know, Tennessee has won a, a ton of games this year, and it's really come on as Tennessee's kind of taken this fan base is kind of taking baseball under their wing. They're like holding on to something, right? And, and this right. is what it is. But but yeah, I just love how this team seems all bought in. You you mentioned Tony Vitello has got that kind of. Bruce Pearl mantra to him a little mm. bit. I mean, just every like the things that he does, it, it's just so fluent and and easy. For well, him. he's being himself. That's the, like it, like it's, right. it's, he's not trying to call. He's not trying to he, be something that he's not. Really, yeah, he, it's just like that's why he's very similar to Bruce Pearl. They are who they are. Mm. Um, they have a you know. Yeah, they didn't grow up Tennessee fans, but like that, you know, I think it was Martin Nagy mentioned that Bruce Pearl didn't want to leave Tennessee. He was forced. Um, so like, there's just like this love here that, you know, for whatever reason, uh, you know, both of their first big time jobs, like things like that. It's it. So it's, and they've it's their culture. Like it, it's theirs. It's it, Bruce Pearl kind of created what we know as Tennessee ba basketball right now. 
Um, Tony Botello has created what we know as Tennessee baseball right now. Like it's, it's theirs. It's not like it is kind of hard to come into Tennessee football when all these traditions and all of these things are already here. And you're trying to also put your own culture on top of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but these two guys have created their own thing and it has been, it, it has been awesome um, to watch uh, as a fan. You, you kind of feel like you're a part of it, which makes it even more special. Um, and I'm like tonight, God, I wish I could have been there. I mean, Friday night, obviously wish you could have been there uh, tonight, but like, you know, obviously the game wasn't, you know, it wasn't as, as exciting as that Friday night walk off. Me and you joked about it. It's like, how do you talk? We expect, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we expected to like be going to the super regional. We expected to be doing this tonight on the show, but it's like, I kind of just want to talk about Friday night. Cause that was freaking awesome. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, we, we can get to there, but yeah, going back to Tony Vitello, uh, just, just real quick. I mean, just some of the stuff I noticed tonight, like that somersault, like that's awesome. Like he's, yeah, he gets done with his interview with sec network is walking, you know, picks it up a little bit and then it turns into a full on sprint and just does a somersault with his team. I thought that was really cool. Some kids went up to the dugout because I'm, I'm sitting in the MVP section, so I'm like right next to the dugout. And, and some kids um, come down there and they're just like, coach, coach. And like it's it's in the seventh game in a tight ball game. And he, he had the, the time, you know, just being himself and, and just waved to him and smiled. And then he's joking with Drew Gilbert in the locker room or – in the dugout in the, in the eighth inning, again, another, a tight ball game yeah. um, and able to joke with, with his players. And then you have Ross Kivett run to the dugout after the game and say, uh, let's F and go. Um, I, I mean, just like this whole staff and, and the players, like the personality when we had Ross Kivett on, he talked a lot about that is just really what's kept Tennessee fans like super interested. I mean, yeah, they're winning games, but they're way – the way that they're doing it is is what Tennessee fans are holding on to. Yeah, 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 and it's been a like I said, ton of fun. Uh, tonight was a lot of fun, and then um, you mentioned Ross Kibbit. Uh, you didn't get to see this. You may you may have noticed it during that uh, late in the game. I guess it was the the eighth and um, or the seventh and eighth innings. Uh, Liberty had that pitcher that was uh, maybe 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 a couple balks could have been called. I don't know. I, listen, hey, I'm not I'm not a guy that gets onto the ups. Don't 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 look at me. <laughs> um, but it was funny every time the they had the the camera from third base, so you could see Kiv in the background, and he just every time they they threw to first, he was. <laughs> he's like, you got me that call. Oh, yeah. he's like trying not to say anything. Oh, Vitello was beating on the the fence over there um, every time he through to first because yeah there should have been six box called whatever <laughs> we took care of business that's what we're in this regional to do we did it um florida did not so oh god <laughs> you got to feel for him a little bit 18 to 2 was that the final it was they're down 18 when their weather delay hit i think it was 19 to 1 19, 19 to one. Golly. Those are the ones you're like, I mean, Hey, can we really not have the run rule in place? Come on. And somebody commented, I don't remember who it was. I'd give them credit, but they're like, imagine being in that locker room, knowing that you have to play more of a baseball game. You're down 18 runs. Yeah. And it's postseason, So you can't do it, but it's a manager game. Like you're done <laughs> as the manager. Don't you, don't you want to walk out and be like, Hey, we can just call this one. It's, it's in right. the seventh rain delay. We'll, also, Wait, what do you good. say to your team during that rain <laughs> right. delay? We, we got a long bus ride home. Coach, you're at home. Yeah, but. <laughs> you get it. 
we got to feed the guys. <laughs> you know, we got to get out of here. Well, let's um, let's talk about Friday. Let's move to Friday a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Let's we, we we're doing it in chronological order. That's why we're doing it like this. There you go. Yeah, we're working backwards. Um, right, right state whole. I mean, dude, they boy, came out fire. Our boys can hit the ball. <laughs> I mean Tyler Black, holy crap! Like I did, I knew they had a really good player, but I didn't know he was a first round player. Yeah, and he proved it. I mean, right. like when you think of like, oh, this kid's really good at Rice State, you're like, okay, like, but against SEC competition, like, how good is right? He? He's good. <laughs> He's really good. <laughs> um, and then you had the the kid that's been there for 25 years at Rice State, the uh, dude with dreads. Um, I'm not sure of his name, but yeah, uh, yeah very uh, memorable guy. Um, and you were just like, "Hey, let's not throw to him again." After he he took that one deep to center. He was in Al- the game. Alders. Is that some right? Yeah. Alders. Yeah, yeah. Did not want to see any more of that kid. <laughs> um, it was but, uh, I mean, like, but my dad was so my dad was there, and he was saying that everybody stayed. But yeah, I mean, there was there's not, probably like a few people here and there that probably left. I was about but to like, say, couple people. Like, again, going back to this team winning in the in the way that they do, like there's always a chance with this lineup. There's always a chance. Well, and you mentioned it too, like with this team kind of cl- or this fan base kind of clinging to to baseball just in general. Like, yeah, the, the teams had some some wild um, late game heroics already this season, but also like this fan base is clinging to baseball right now. Like football, a couple years ago, people didn't leave the games early. Didn't matter the score. Um, it's only been in the last 10 years that it's taken time that now people are leaving the games early. So I think early stages of of what's happening in baseball, that probably played a, played a part, but yeah, this team's definitely had their, uh, I mean, probably some of the most late game heroics in the country. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and I mean, we can kind of go through the game. I mean, Tennessee's just hitting home runs at a crazy rate. Um, didn't have that same pop off the bat tonight except for for one um but uh you know max ferguson went yard luke lipsius connor pavoloni and then you know drew gilbert just with bases loaded and i said i we were at a bar watching it on my phone because we're not on tv for some stupid reason but whatever um that's another conversation for a different day but we, we pull it up and i'm like they're about to walk jake rucker and i was like they don't want to walk jake rucker because what do we know about Drew Gilbert? The dude is a psychopath. Yeah, he, he was, loves that moment. He he's and he's gonna swing for the pen, fences. That's what he wants to do. Yeah, I was about to say like the man. The whole time he stepped up there, there was no question about hey, let's see if we can get you know runner on second, and third home. That that was not in play for him. He was like, this thing's gone. This yeah. ball's leaving the park. He's like, you know what? I'm gonna put it on their bus for them when they get. I want them to. I want it to be on the front seat when they see it. Or when they my get dad, on the bus, tonight. my dad was saying that he he saw Rucker say something to Gilbert when they I guess they were talking to the pitcher or whatever, or, or maybe it was before Rucker's at back and said he's he's hanging or something about the curveball, something about it. Well, that curveball too. He throws it. He throws that same pitch. The first pitch, first pitch to to Gilbert. And Gilbert hang, swings out of his shoes. I mean, I, I, how did he even hang on to the bat? <laughs> he swung so freaking hard. I mean, he did just his freaking um, his uh, foot, whatever you call it. Uh, yeah, bra- not brace, it, uh, foot guard. The, yeah, the yeah, shin guard. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he had to, he had to, yeah, he had to fix it because he swung literally out of his shoes. Yes, yeah. and, and then 
I mean, he just – the pitcher had to miss his spot on that first one or that second one because there's no way you throw that same ball there. There's oh. no way. And, and Especially to a dead pull hitter like Gilbert. Yeah. You can't, yeah, and, you can't and, make that mistake. <laughs> and I can't – I you know, you looked at – who was it? Who's on third? Uh, I don't know. It seemed like whoever it was, he was the only one that was a little concerned. Maybe it wasn't gone because he kind of shuffles back. It was Pavoloni. It was Pavoloni. He kind of shuffles back to third, and I'm like, everyone else in the park knew that ball was gone <laughs> the moment oh, yeah. it left. It hit the bat, and like, I mean, I was, I was watching on my phone. I was, uh, we were up. We went to go see my grandmother uh, on our way into town Friday night. So I was just up kind of – I wasn't even like really – at that point, I was kind of just waiting for the inevitable game to be over kind of thing. So I was had it like sitting on my leg, and I kind of looked down as soon as he hit it and just jump up because I was like, that thing, bomb, bomb, gone. Oh, no yeah. doubter. Because I saw, you know, I saw the first pitch, and I was like, no, he he wants it. <laughs> and then the second one, as soon as it hit, I was like, yeah, peace. No question. Daddy hacks. And, and then the the celly, because I know the celly was a big deal on Friday night. It's actually been – I mean, people are still tweeting about it this morning. Oh, well, um, have you seen the one tonight? Did you see that one? At, at the game? Yeah. The one he hit tonight, did you see his bat flip? It wasn't as big, but, yeah, I did. No, but, I mean, he, he's, like, he doesn't give a rat's ass what you no. think about his bat flip. He's <laughs> no. going to do it. He's like, if you don't, if you don't want me to – if you don't want to see this bat, Go six feet in the air. How about you? Uh, how about you throw something harder over the plate for me? Yeah, I'm five ten, one seventy. I just hit a ball four hundred fifty feet. So how about that? Yeah, I mean, if if it like he almost lost that ball again tonight. If the Liberty bus wasn't there to keep it in, it might have it might have went in the river. Five ten. That might be. That might be. That might be helping him out a little bit. Yeah, you you know you definitely <laughs> just went you definitely just went roster height on him. Yeah, you, you spotted him a couple inches. Yeah. Um, no, but yeah, the the celly to that like, if you played any sport, how do you like? That's the those are the celebrations you dream of. It wasn't like that. That's the thing like people are missing. Uh, someone's already commented that it was over the top, guys. It wasn't because uh, like the one the one tonight the bat flip. It's a great example in the third inning or whatever. Um, if that's not over the top, that's like a a touchdown celebration. But what's your celebration, Landon? If you score a walk off touchdown. You know, uh, snap ball snaps with two seconds left. You catch a a post route, sixty yard TD bomb. Are you just dapping your boys up and heading back to the sideline? Are you taking that shit to the student section, throwing helmets? Yeah, take your clothes off. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, we're gonna be mad. Weird. We're gonna be mad at a kid that did it, but we're <laughs> we're gonna celebrate the guys who are on top of the dugout with their shirts off. <laughs> I mean, you celebrate both. Yeah, no, no, it, it, like, not only is it a big moment because it's a walk-off home run, it is a walk-off grand slam. Yeah, I mean, that, and that's another, literally, kids dream about that. They, they're they in their backyard with a wiffle ball bat with, you know, in their mind, they're trying to do that same exact thing right. in their mind and, and play it out. You know, they're dreaming about that. And for and, people to be mad about it, they can they can suck one. You're the reason baseball's dying. You're the reason. Right. Yeah. You're the reason baseball's dying. You know why it's an unwritten rule? Because it's a stupid ass rule. Yeah. That's why it's unwritten. And you know what? Throw throw, you know what? If you if you played Rot State again tonight, throw one at Drew Gilbert. I dare you. Because you can't throw one at him all night. So the next one you put over the plate, he's taking that one yard too. Yeah, I'll, I'll, so I'll do I'll it. Put, put runners on with this lineup and see what happens. Yeah. So who who cares? Um and and again again I just you know, a lot of people it was a four seed. 
you know what? If it's a late game in March and a two seeds, you know, down to a 15 seed and they hit a buzzer beater, they're not going to walk off the court and just shake people's hands back. Like, oh, that was fun. They're going effing nuts. Like that, that's sports. That's sports. If you want the golf clap, go play golf. We go literally had the hardest regional in the country. It's it's just it, like I'm sorry if you're complaining about the bat flip about the celly, which was again it might have been the best celebration in college athletics history. If you're complaining about that shit, turn off the TV. We don't want you. No one wants you. Every at like ESPN loved it. Um, there was there was a bunch of outlets that eleven point seven they loved yeah. it. Oh, and as you should, and and you know what? As as annoyed as I would have been if I'm Wright State, if Wright State does that to Tennessee on Friday night, they better have a celebration that matches that. They better, because because like I'm at least gonna be like, dude, that was so cool. Like maybe a year later when I you know, calm down from it, but I'm gonna be like, dude, that bad flip was nasty. <laughs> right, and, and like <laughs> that pitcher had only given up five home runs this whole season. Yeah, it. Dude, it was, it, the whole moment was insane. Um, I, you know, I was joking with you. We were talking on the phone Saturday, and I was like, "I think Tennessee could win the College World Series." And I would be like, "You guys remember that bad flip in the regional game?" Absolutely, <laughs> that was Absolutely. insane. Like it's <laughs> that grand it's one of the it's one of the top moments in Tennessee, uh, but definitely baseball history. But it, yeah. it's got to be up there for at least this past decade in in Tennessee sports. No, I mean, I think it's definitely kind of hard to like top moments, but the the passion, like the celebration, like the the moment in and of itself was cool. You needed this win because you don't want to be in the losers bracket. That gives you an extra game. You have even if you tr- you try to win it on Sunday, you're playing a doubleheader like Liberty did. Like the implications it had, what elimination? That's good, but the implications it had on on what you would have had to do the rest of the weekend to move on makes the whole like that makes the moment then you talk about how tennessee at that point had left uh non-runners in scoring position or non-runners on i don't they're know about one, scoring position. One for nine with runners in scoring position okay so, so left, yeah so you you know you're kind of already battling you've had a tough go of it already you get three on in the bottom of the ninth to you mentioned just a uh, right state kind of giving you all they got on the mound this this is insane um giving you all they got on the mound and then you get a, a moment in there where Drew Gilbert got shafted earlier in the game. He, you know, like said he leaned into a pitch, and um, certainly wasn't the case. And, and so that, like, the moment was just amazing. So just looking at the play, you're like, that. That's an incredible play. And then you talk about Lindsey Nelson putting four thousand people in there with the the addition of some grandstands, and then um, the place goes freaking nuts. Guys on the the dugout with a duck with a sign while they're dancing on the dugout says, "Please keep off dugout." Um, they just had, like they that had old, a cop there, Rob. Rob, uh, before the game ended tonight. <laughs> did they? Yeah. Did they? See, I, in my, yeah, I get that. You got to get safety, but uh, you, you got to let them still. You know, if if I mean, they walk off grand slam. Guys on the dugout. That's the rule. If, if that thing caves in, yeah, it might be a lawsuit, but. Um, you know, maybe you can get kind of get around that because they chose to get up there. But I mean, that stadium right now—it's coming down anyway. Right. Right. There's going to be a new and, one in its place. You know, we're going to do a ton of upgrades, <laughs> and I think that dugout's probably going to go <laughs> with it. Yeah. No, I, it was just a. But I mean, the, the whole moment was fa- phenomenal. And you talk about where it ranks in, in Tennessee sports history. I mean, for me. For me, it's going to be one of the one of the best, at least thus far in my life. I hope we get some more great moments. 
Um, but it's gonna be hard to it's gonna be hard to top a walk off grand slam, and then what the passion that went with it. Like it's gonna be hard to top. It's gonna be hard to yeah, top. Yeah, and they've had a ton of moments. Um, you know, Drew Gilbert the the first series against Georgia Southern had a walk off home run. Um, and, and then you had the the ones against LSU. You had Evan Russell's grand slam. You had Max Ferguson's walk off against number one Arkansas. I mean, it just a ton of moments that teams probably don't get in, you know, probably a decade. But Tennessee's <laughs> right. had so many in just one season. This team is special. And, yep. you know, I, I hope – I saw Randy Boyd. He had his Tennessee baseball jersey on today. He had the great oh, He's one. a big baseball guy. That's a, that's the a thing, too. I think we got to remember that the, the guy that's really, you know um, – who can, who can The guy who can make things happen. He's not just writing them. He can also, you know, just make things happen at the school. He's a big baseball dude. Um, the only thing I hope he doesn't try to do is – try to be like, hey, we're already building a stadium. Let's just move there. Like, no, Tennessee needs an on-campus stadium to themselves. Yeah, absolutely. So that's the only thing I hope. Uh, BVD said he puts that Grand Slam in his top 10 personal mo- ball moments. He said maybe school's top 10. That's the stuff movies are made of. That is the stuff movies are made of. But you know what they don't make movies about? Dudes trotting the bases. You know what they do make movies about? Dudes flat bat flip into the heavens. That's what they make movies about. Oh, and throwing your helmet to freaking – Right field, yeah, it's freaking electric. And I'll even spot you that one. Maybe a little over the top, but you know what? Electric, like you said. Game, it, the game's over. It doesn't matter. It doesn't <laughs> yeah. matter. It's over. Yeah, one hundred percent. Did did he get called out because of it? No, nope, nope. Who cares? It, like it's not yeah. illegal. No, and I would have dared you to call 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 him out for that. And you, Tony, Tony Martello is he? He's got your oh, back. Don't worry. He's having Angel Campos in a freaking headlock. Yeah. And by the way, tonight he uh, he kind of had to he he walked back into the dugout a couple times uh, as he started to say something. He's like, "Nope, not tonight. I'm I'm just gonna hide back here, keep my voice down." Dude, Drew Gilbert and Tony Vitello have the same walk. Like they're always in a hurry. They're always <laughs> on some kind of mission. He does like he. You know, I'm always like, man, what's he pissed off about? Because he's just walking back to the dugout. He's not mad. It's just, he's doing something. <laughs> yeah. Brisk walk. Um, yeah. But yeah, that that was just an amazing moment. For, for Tennessee, and that kind of put them in the driver's seat, you know. All right, we got that one. Yeah, their adrenaline's, adrenaline's still pumping on Saturday night, apparently. And it took all the air out of Rice State. I mean, they forget yeah. blank the next day. Well, and, and too, like, up to that point, they were – I mean, like I said, they gave Tennessee all they had. Like, it, you know, that – everyone's like, oh, well, you know, they were just a four seed. First off, they were a really good four seed. Also, they had, you know, one of the – they had some of the better – they had some of the better moments of their – their season. I mean, they had some big moments in that game. So they were, I mean, they, it took, it definitely took the wind out of their sails, but they were already, the next day was going to be tough for them anyways, just because they had pitched some of the, you know, they'd pitched their best. Um, I mean, how many home runs can you hit in a weekend? It's, it's difficult to do. Ask Drew Gilbert. It got him the most outstanding player of the regional. Um, so yeah, yeah, it definitely took some out of right state, but it would have taken some out of everybody. Um, the losing team on that end, we talked about with Alabama. Moments like that that happen, you rarely go on to win that game, you know, win the game. So, yeah. yep. you know, the next game, they the next game they were – Tennessee had all the momentum for their weekend and Wright State pretty much lost all theirs. Yeah. And I don't know if this has ever been done before, but what about Wright State having two guys hit um, two home runs in a game and then Tennessee does it the next day? Yeah, yeah. That's wild. It, um it, I mean, just the five home runs in one game. Uh, holy crap! Five home <laughs> runs in three innings. Holy That's crap. also true. <laughs> holy crap! 
Um, yeah, I think and, and, we set a record without even playing this game today. We set like a a NCAA record for most home runs in a regional. The yeah, well, I'm sure the NCAA record for most home runs in regional play was was put on today, like at seven o'clock. So with pretty much all the West Coast championship games to play still, they set the they set the record for home runs. So in regional play. So just a, I mean, electric weekend. You probably didn't get to watch a lot of it because um, you had to have the ESPN app. But yeah, so I did get to watch some of it, and I did keep up with Florida and them losing. Also, I think Arkansas was losing. I think they're up now on Nebraska. It looks like Caleb had to bounce. Um, South Carolina also is out of the tournament, and. Um, Tennessee is on its way to host either Oregon or LSU. They were playing. I think that game started at 10 o'clock tonight. Um, but, yeah, Tennessee will host either Oregon or LSU. LSU's got to beat Oregon twice to advance. Oregon's just got to beat LSU once. It is one-to-one in the bottom of the third in that game. Okay, gotcha. Arkansas is down in Nebraska five-to-three in the bottom of the sixth. Vanderbilt was struggling with Georgia Tech for a minute there, but they're on top seven to three. Um, and Ole Miss is losing to uh, Southern Miss right now, ten to seven. It is the bottom of the ninth, two outs. Mm. Let me turn on that game real quick. I'm, I, if y'all see my eyes flashing up, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm very much dialed into this, but the U.S. men's national team is playing in the uh, Nations League championship right now against Mexico. So um, definitely, uh, definitely watching that. And uh, oh, it's top of the ninth. Top of the ninth. Ten to seven. Top of the ninth. Ten to seven. So Ole Miss hadn't batted yet at all. An- another thing. Wait, wait, I, this isn't. This isn't right. I can't tell. This dude. This app is so messed up. Like one screen says top of the ninth, the other says bottom of the ninth, and says Ole Miss is. It says Ole Miss is at bat right now. So who know? Who knows? <laughs> I have it as top of the ninth. I have it as top now. It says top of the ninth now, but it still shows. Is Ole, I mean, Ole Miss is the maybe Ole Miss is the home team or the away team. So why did why did that happen? Why was Tennessee the away team and not only the regional hosted, but originally it was the highest seat? Yeah, so I think it goes like so that second game it goes to whoever hasn't been the home team. That's so dumb. Yeah, I don't get like it. Like, it should just be the higher seed. Right, and, and the fact – like, I just don't understand. Like, I understand it's kind of neutral, but it's a host site. We can't even do Ks for Queso. That's also my question. Can't play Rocky Top? Yeah, which I'm glad they just kind of for, for, for gone that, for goed that on Friday night and just ripped it Did out. It. After the, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll pay the fine. I also want to know – so, it's a, technically a neutral site. Like you said, it's an NCAA – site my question is like how much does tennessee make from that besides just like ticket sales or something because if you're gonna if you're if you're we're hosting the ncaa and not hosting you know other teams then you better be cutting us a good check yeah it's like an airbnb right (laughs) exactly (laughs) i mean if you don't want to do that then you go pay to to have the you go get you go find the regional sites you know like minor league stadiums or something like that if you're going to do that yeah, pay us the money. We need it. <laughs> yeah, we desperately, 
Um, we're trying to build a new stadium and pay a, a baseball coach and make him one of the highest paid coaches in America. Yeah, and funny you mentioned that real quick too. Mike Wilson had an article, I believe, on Saturday, um, and he kind of dove in. He he got with some sources, and apparently Tennessee is uh, working to make Tony Vitello one of the higher paid coaches in the in the in the country. Um, along with they they've done a lot of work in the in the uh, background. And I'll, I'll tell you what, man. Um, you know, we talk about how a lot of people in college athletics just can't do the common sense things. And I'm not saying Danny White's done it yet, but everything sounds like he's doing. He's he's doing. He's just doing what he should. And, and it's weird. Reason, isn't that's it? not easy. And it's very weird. <laughs> well, you know, I talked about, you know, that. And, and his comments were clean, cleared up a little bit when he was on the Swain event a couple weeks ago about asking fans to donate and, you know, give what they've got. But I was like, you know, he's just still, he needs to be on the phone every day calling people who, who can write because yes, like fan, you know, you need the fans buying the apparel, but right now with what's happening in baseball and this isn't a, Hey, we just need to dedicate more money. Like, this is a you have a baseball program, but you have to dedicate money to it to keep it growing and to keep the coach that's making it happen. So you need to be on the phone every single day, securing those, those people who can write those checks, securing the money from them. And it sounds like, you know, from Mike Wilson's report, it sounds like that's what he's been doing. So, like I said, just making the common sense plays and, um, you know, time will tell with, with Danny White. But the things he's done to this point, um, we'll see with Josh Heupel. It's, it's way too early. I, obviously not crazy about the hire, but hey, everyone needs their start. Tony Vitello hadn't been a head coach when uh, um, John Curry hired him. And I know a lot of people didn't care about baseball then, so there wasn't an uproar. But I mean, if if this baseball program's in this spot right now and, and you hire Tony Vitello, how many people are upset? Yeah, true. So I love it. Um, is there property available to build a new stadium by the river? That would be awesome. I doubt it because there's train tracks right there. The you know kneeling drives right there. Um, You'd have to clear out a lot. <laughs> yeah, I, it's. I think it's a great. It spot. would be cool and though. It would be cool, but I mean, at the same time, you should be working on closing the stadium in, so you're not going to be able to see the river anyways. So don't worry about it. Don't sweat it. Yeah. Well, don't sweat I'm it. Drew Gilbert's still hitting them in the river. So yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> um, I feel bad for the guy on the sea dude the other day that, that died from it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Um, yeah, let's let's get to Saturday a little bit. Kind of keep going with that. Um, Blake Tidwell got the start. He got the win. Tennessee jumped on uh, Liberty early. I think we're up five to nothing. Is that right? Seven to nothing. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Seven to nothing. Um, it's, it's easy to forget those home runs when they, you know, like so many of them. <laughs> yeah. So, so Spence homered twice, uh, Luke Lipsius homered t- twice and Drew Gilbert, um, homered again. He homered in all three games this weekend. Luke Lipsius hit three home runs as well, but he hit two on Saturday and then hit one on Friday night. Didn't hit one tonight. Um, I mean, there's, they're going at it for the RBI lead. I think Drew Gilbert yeah. took it tonight. I think he's at 60. Um, and I think Jordan Jeez. Beck is right around 55, 56, something like that. And I think Rucker is right around 51. Um, so Gilbert, these home runs keep, uh, he's yeah. piling on. He's, um, trying to get that cushion for that lead. So, um, gonna need more RBIs from everybody else. Just keep that keep that train <laughs> rolling. Um, but yeah, I got this. Blake Tidwell got the start. I thought he pitched really well. Um, he, no, he he's did. continuing his, his hot streak. He ran into some issues in the sixth inning, but a lot of that was on our defense. They just couldn't get an out. Had a couple errors mm-hmm. in that inning. Um, 
I think one was Jake Rucker. I, I don't remember what the other one was, but um, I thought he came in and do, did well. Who else came in at? Kirby Connell um, came in as well. He ran into some trouble. They put Camden Sewell in there, and he kind of just dominated, only gave up two hits, had four strikeouts, and just three innings pitched. Yeah, I mean, just I, I think bomb after Cam- bomb after bomb after bomb. <laughs> right. And, and Camden, Camden Sewell's had quite the postseason. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we, we talked about what he did in, in Hoover and, and kind of Tennessee looking for that that next guy, um, you know, behind uh, behind Tidwell, behind Heflin, uh, behind Chad Dallas. Kind of seems like Camden Sewell's secured his spot there. Um, you need – you need someone to come in and just kind of close the door. But, you know, the thing you battle in postseason, though, too, and I actually saw – I don't know who tweeted it out. Postseason um, is, is about pitching and, and what you got there. And and so you're trying to – you know, you don't want to – you want to get the job done, but you also still have Sunday night to play. Um, so you definitely want to keep keep some arms available. Uh, so for, for Camden Sewell, you mentioned Kirby Connell came out and, uh, you know, had some trouble. So to, for Camden Sewell to come in and, and really close the door on things, that's big. And you're going to need more of that this postseason. And uh, I mean, it looks like Camden Sewell's your guy uh, to get things done, whether it's a, whether it's starting or in relief. Yeah, and then an, another guy that you know just came in and did his job tonight, and that's Sean Hunley. I mean, yeah. you know, you talking about slamming the door. There wasn't much of an opening in that door with <laughs> right. the way he'll he- Will Heflin pitched, um, pitching uh, five five and a third inning, four hits, only one run. Um, eight strikeouts. I mean, you can't get a better – you can't ask for a better start from, you know, a guy like Will Heflin that just continues to be just so consistent um, throughout his career at Tennessee. And he's a guy that you can also use in the the bullpen because he's been a bullpen guy um, throughout his career at Tennessee. So, I think Tennessee has some options in that bullpen. But, yeah, Sean Hunley just came in and just kind of – picked up where Will Heflin left off. Um, and, and not in, and you know, Will Heflin, credit to him, you know, maybe get a little generous call on that, that outside, uh, you know, high and outside fastball, but you got the call and got yourself out of a jam. Uh, but I mean, Will Heflin, both Will Heflin and uh, Sean Honley, both, they had a really, really, you know, tough situation there in the fifth inning and to get out of it, cause you mentioned the door, there wasn't a ton of openings, but that was certainly one of them. And, you know, what, whatever to be, yeah, sure. Maybe a, not a great strike call there on a full count with, you know, guys on first and second. But that call came all night. So, like, I think, uh, I think Liberty got the exact same call the next, you know, next half inning. So, the bottom of the fifth. So, it's just like, you know, credit, credit to him to, to get it done. Uh, yeah, maybe you got some help along the way, but. The guy still had a chance. That, that's one thing about that high and outside fastball. You know, if it because it wasn't, it was questionable at best. I, you know, I don't know if it was a same thing with Liberties in the in the bottom of the fifth. You still had a chance to swing at that ball. You still had a chance to put the the bat on the ball, and and um, so I, I don't have a problem with that strike call either. Yeah. Either of them. The umpire was all over the place tonight. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, there wasn't much um, consistency. That that yeah, was his his uh his high and outside was pretty consistent. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he, he was calling a lot of those outside, especially left-handed batters, balls, and then, you know, he would give the pitchers the inside corner. But, yeah, the outside corner was tough to tough to get for pitchers, but Tennessee had 13 strikeouts on the night. Um, they only had eight 
and Tennessee had six hits, and um, Liberty had five. So in, in this postseason play, you're not going to get five home runs in three innings. That's just not right. like, it's 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 just not going to happen. Um, you're going to have these gritty kind of grinded out wins, and, and Tennessee was able to come out on top tonight, um, thanks to you know. Oh, sorry, USA just tied it up in the 81st with an incredible header. Nice. Apologies. Um, Apologies. My shirt's going to come off soon. You don't want to see that. So maybe y'all should be asking for Mexico to win. Yeah, there you go. Take <laughs> it off, man. Get it going. That's a good thing about having your own show is you can – I mean, yeah, I could maybe I not could be naked. nude. Yeah, I, I don't think – I think, I think uh, we'd get in trouble with the yeah. the internet. Not Yeah, that that's a that's a stretch. But shirt's coming off. That's okay. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> if people can do it on top of a dugout, and you, you can do it on the show. Right, 100%. Um, but yeah, you, like you're not going to have those, you know, ton of home runs, tons of runs. You're going to have some of these grinded out wins. And, you know, Tennessee's proven throughout the season they can handle that. They got the pitching to do so. And, you know, when you need a big hit, you know, this lineup is full of guys that can deliver. And Drew Gilbert was the hero once again tonight. Just yeah. left it hanging, and he took you over the scoreboard. <laughs> so. Yeah, and I, I think I think you're going to see some – you mentioned him being a hero again. I think you're going to see some uh, – some I don't think that's the last Drew Gilbert heroic play you saw. No, no, absolutely not, absolutely not. Um, <laughs> Although he's going to be yeah. here another, at least another year, so yeah. You also next year he's uh, able to build on that too. You also almost saw a slip up there and late in the game in the in center field, uh, left center field, where the ball I just think, gets lost. I think and, it was a joke. I don't know <laughs> the way Tony Vitello talked about it. He they asked him about it uh, on the right after on the SEC Network interview and. Um, he, I'm like, man, how often does this happen? Cause he mentioned it. He said, uh, he said, oh, God love him. But you know, thank, thankfully Evan Russell is going to make the play. <laughs> well, I was like, holy crap, where's this ball landing? And then Evan Russell is like holding the ball up in the air. I'm like, what just happened? So did you, did you lose it too in the air? Or I mean, I was, to... I was more so just watching. Gilbert, because okay. I, I thought it was hit right to him, but gotcha, gotcha. I don't know. I think Evan Rubber, Evan Russell called him off, and he just did that to be. He a, took off a running the opposite moron. way. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Because he was laughing about it, and I don't know if it's like just a slip up. You know, it's it's fine. We got the right. out. We can laugh about it, or it's just like I'm a goofball. What about dude? What about that play in right field where the ball bounces back into Jordan Beck's glove? So, uh, and, and, you know, I don't know if you could see it on the, you know, I, I don't even know how big it was, but that spot on the wall, there was something white there. Like, I don't know what it was. Like, so I thought the ball got wedged, like, wedged in into the padding initially. And I was like, well, thank God that holds the guy at second. <laughs> but I was like, good Lord. Like the fact that, and then it fell out of his glove and I was like, did he catch that? And then I remember it did get past him and, and bounced off the wall. But I was like, wait a minute. We need to go back and check this. Did he catch it? That would have been awesome. That would have been – but what's the rule there? As far as – Like, that, would that be an out? If he caught it or off the that, wall? No, 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 no. If he had caught it and then didn't find it. Does that make sense? Caught it and didn't find it. Like, so – he catches it over his shoulder, mm-hmm. but he doesn't think he did. So he starts looking for it and it falls out of his glove. Is that counted as 
control. I don't, I like, I mean, that's probably another review that's probably not going Tennessee's way. <laughs> well, I mean, I feel like if you don't know, you caught the ball. Did you really catch the ball? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Dude, is your glove heavy or not? <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. So, I mean, I, don't, I was just like, that's a weird play because I feel like it would, you know, you, I mean, Jordan Beck had one uh, on Friday night. I think it went off the top of his glove, but, you know, the ones that bounce in the glove, even, you know, no matter how long they stay there. If that goes out or it gets dropped, like that's not a catch. Yeah. So I I don't know if it's a time limit. No clue. That's what I'm. I guess that's what I'm asking. What's the? I don't know. That's the rule there. I hope that if you catch it, you know you caught it. We've that's never it. seen that before, so I don't, I don't know. I don't ah, know. Just catch it. Just catch it. Yeah, no, you got it. Definitely just catch it. <laughs> but that was also a really hard ball to catch. I mean, it was pretty much a freaking line drive to the right field wall. Right. <laughs> That was a hard play to make, but um, yeah, at least it didn't go. At least it didn't hit his glove and go over. That would have been a sucky way to have a home run, especially two in one weekend. Yeah, but that's all I got for talking about the games. I mean, just a, yeah, an electric atmosphere. Um, love when you're able to fill Neyland Stadium up. I'm glad we're. I hope this is the new norm. Um, yeah, no, I think I, I mean a lot of people have said it like that the last couple baseball weekends have felt like Saturdays in the fall, like that, that anticipation is there. And you got I mean, people you tailgating, got, you got people waiting yeah. lines. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really cool. I mean, it's nice to like, after a win, you just walk to your car and not have to worry about traffic. Um, I that, kind that of had a little bit, but um, I'll, I'll take this every night of the week. Um, no, but, yeah, absolutely. And I'm definitely gonna, uh, you know, next spring's going to be a little bit different. hope to, uh, which I think this spring was just weird too with moving and wet and like weddings and crap like that. Um, but yeah, next spring might be one of those, uh, Hey, uh, don't bother me on a, on Saturday in, in March. Let's tailgate. I've already got plans. Yeah. I want to tailgate so bad. I also want, I mean, I, I told you I wanted to watch the game from like right field. I, I hope they, the old Miss and Mississippi state baseball stadium is like, that's collegiate baseball to me. Yeah. Like, I hope there's something like that in Lindsay Nelson next, uh, next spring or, because they're, that's they're, getting, hard. That, they're getting like 10,000 in their stadium. We're getting yeah. not even four. We got 39-41 tonight. Yeah. Um, and, and it was packed, but I mean like – and it was loud, but just I can't fathom how loud it would actually be or how right. great that atmosphere would be if you're able to get 10,000 people in a stadium. Oh, it would be – I mean, it would be, it would be nuts. It, like you mentioned, it was loud tonight. You could hear it. You could smell the beer off everybody because they're just sweating it out throughout the day. A lot of them came a little early um, to, I, I guess, the pregame before the yeah. Tennessee game. Hopefully it's loud enough to drown out that kid behind home plate just yelling, ump, you suck pretty much the entire game. That was a little unbearable. I don't know if you could hear him or if he was just right next to a mic. I have no I idea. I couldn't hear him at all. God, maybe he went behind home plate and he was just next to a mic. It was awful. I mean, every single pitch. Just letting the ump have it. And I'm all about hating on the umps, but good Lord, dude. Give it a rest. Yeah, dude. Take a breath. Yeah, exactly. Um, might get this kid a beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and like, I mean, for this, as far as baseball goes, um, we, yeah, we just did, yeah, just baseball tonight. It was, like I said, Sunday night special brought to you by the, the fighting Tony Vitellos. We'll be back Wednesday, though. Normal show. Uh, Tennessee did have some recruits on campus this weekend. And uh, so things it's are getting open. like 
yeah, things are getting back to normal as far as that stuff goes. And um, still got, you know, uh, Tennessee, the, this staff and this, this class have got a ways to go. Um, Kevin Brown just put in the chat tech. So tech must have done something here. Let's see. Tech is up eight to seven on Vandy right now. That is not an elimination game for Vandy, though. But yeah, they are tech up eight has to beat them twice. Yep. Um, still big if they're, they're able to take it to Monday. So, yeah, we'll be talking football and basketball is even um, getting some recruit, recruiting lined up as well. Uh, so we'll, we'll have plenty to talk about on Wednesday as Tennessee prepares to host their first super regional. They didn't host in 2005, and but I don't know. I mean, did they? Because I mean, they went to they have some really really old College World Series appearances. So I guess let's call it modern era, maybe. <laughs> I think I think they did. Did they not host in 2005? I don't think so. Okay. Um, but this, can, this is I, their first super regional since 2005. Right. It definitely is that. I think it's their first time hosting longer than that. Um, I will double check that. We'll have that for you on Wednesday. You'll know by then. You, you may know by tonight, depending on if it goes to another game or not. Uh, LSU is currently beating Oregon 2-1 to one in the top of the fifth. And uh, so no later tonight whether Tennessee uh, is playing Oregon or not. Uh, or I guess you'll know. You'll know whether they're for sure tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, you'll know by, for sure by tomorrow night. And uh, it, it should be another just rowdy crowd. Um, three game series. I still don't understand the college world series, uh, the road to Omaha yet. Maybe one day, <laughs> hopefully I've had hopefully, a lot uh, of people text me over the past couple of days and be like, Hey, what do we do after this? What's <laughs> next? <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we Tennessee fans become more familiar with it over the next couple, uh, couple of years. But right now, right now it's, it, it's, it's like, it's like reading another language. I, I don't get it. And, and I'm not entirely convinced that that the NCAA gets it. Like I'm kind of, I think they just kind of like draw names and are like, ah, this sounds right. Let's play it. Yep. I mean, <laughs> if you if you're going like football, Tennessee is now in the Sweet 16, um, and yep. they're, they're two wins away from the College World Series. Just know that. Yeah, that's the thing is they're in the Sweet 16, but they're also not in the Sweet 16 yet. It's so weird. <laughs> they play one team. <laughs> yeah, it's very confusing. Very confusing. Yeah. Um, guys, we always appreciate you hopping on. Thanks for doing this late tonight with us. It was a, it was a fun weekend, fun night in Lindsay Nelson. Thought we needed to, to really uh, really enjoy it all together, like a like a like a family. And yeah. I really wanted to talk about Tony Vitello's front flip. So somersault thing. Thing. <laughs> we'll get him on the show and ask him about it. He, he might have exactly seen, he might be a little sore tomorrow. Um, but good thing <laughs> is you don't have to play tomorrow, so you get, you get tomorrow off. That was your reward for winning the nine. Go ahead and get it over with. Um, but, yeah, Tennessee is two wins away from the College World Series. We'll be back on Wednesday. Hope you all have a good week. We're bringing the boat in, and we out.